The Daily Talk Show, episode 62, Tommy Jacket. What's going on, mate? I, I wanted to say 62. You got in. I was hoping you let me say it. Uh, wasn't We had a low vibe yesterday. Flat as fuck. Apologies. Can we call flat, it? Flat as fuck. That, Can we that, go back uh, and edit the episode and call it flat as fuck? Let's, uh, let's do nah, that. No, it probably no, wouldn't no, rank well having no. F in there. No, it's true. Um, What's even, going on, baby baby? Oh, uh, look, uh, not much. Was watching a documentary. As you do. Yeah. Because uh, Josh hasn't seen a film. Don't ever get into conversation about films. Because I only watch non-fiction. Don't have time for fucking <laughs> But if you want a recommendation of a doco, Josh is your guy. Yeah, well, I don't remember the titles. But uh, <laughs> there was one, Take Your Pills, on Netflix at the moment, talking about all the ADD drugs. Uh, fucking you would have been as a kid that they said Josh might need to take some pills. Well, I think I've told you before that the my mum would use that as a constant threat. She said, "If you don't fucking behave, I'm taking you to the doctors and we're getting you meded up." And I'd be like, "No, you can't stop me. You can't settle me down." Like I was really worried that it was going to fuck with me. It would but have. You would have been. Yeah, like Ritalin, Adderall, all of these things. I think it's big in America. Yeah. But what happened, what's big in America eventually makes its way to here. Mm. And so, um, uh, yeah, take your pills, talking all about how these uh, amphetamines, Mm. uh, like Adderall and shit, I think they're amphetamines, I think that's what they were saying, they are used by students. To stay focused. Yeah, yeah. So they've they've got the it's like um, Sudafed. So it's got like speed. Well, it's got that in it. Yeah, yeah. So it helps. Them. I wonder why they put it in there. It must. So when you've got like cold and flu tablets have Sudafed in it, which brings you up. Yeah. So you actually become a bit more lively when you've you've had some. Sudafed. And so, the, so what they're saying, what are they just fucking having these so they can get focused and pump out work? Yeah, so it's a common practice in like colleges and stuff. Uh, a lot of people will fake their, um, you know, ADD to try and get it for one. But also, uh, there's a bit of a black market. So, there's fucking Facebook groups where people are like, hey, selling some Adderall. But... What was interesting about it was near the end, so there was like fucking uh, college football players using it and they use it because you can get these exemptions. So as uh, there was a chick who had an exemption who basically I think Ritalin and Adderall both used for ADD, different sort of uh, fucking chemicals. Mm. Maybe one's like a amphetamine, one's a methamphetamine or something. I think I may have fucked that up. You'd probably fuck that up. But uh, basically, different strand and you can get an exemption and it's specific to your strand. So, if, uh, okay. so what apparently happened with this one person was they took a... Uh, they were prescribed Adderall mm. and they took Ritalin one day or whatever and then they piss into a thing and then they come back as positive to the drug that they're not exempt to. Yeah. But where where like college players are using these drugs is because it uh, it boosts your confidence in the sense of you will um, you'll run further, you'll fucking, you know, smash into people harder 
uh, it's good for focus. So you'll stay focused on the ball, those types of qualities. So they they, they, take, they think it's like a super pill. Yeah, a little well, bit. Well, they're taking something, right? So they're thinking it's like, thinking it's doing something. What is that placebo effect? Yeah, well, no, so it's, um, well, it's not a placebo effect, but it's an addictive, it's actually something that's highly addictive. And mm. so that's why it's a controlled substance. Uh, because you fucking take it and it starts off as this, oh yeah, it's great, it's boosting shit and then over a long period of time it can create all of these other side effects, anxiety, all this mm-hmm. sort of shit. But what uh, what was happening where, uh, talking about placebos, they did do a test where they basically, um, this was years and years and years ago, I think the 50s or something, they had all of this sort of the, uh, the Adderall type, drug the you know what's you know the the main ingredient of that mm. tested on a bunch of students and also gave people like a placebo like a um like a control a control or whatever anyway what they found was that the only thing that people ticked that was different uh was a heightened sense of confidence so basically what they were saying is it doesn't make you a fucking better at endurance. It doesn't make you a better fucking runner in the sense of physically it doesn't actually Yeah, physically it doesn't do anything. It just gives you the confidence that you are better. Okay. So for me I've been running three days in a row. Please stop. Are your you on Adderall? No. Your I'm, not, up. I'm not on Adderall. <laughs> I'm not on Adderall. But I uh I've been doing the experiment where I tell myself you've just taken it. You're yeah. fucking on Adderall. And uh, I mean, I've been running the 3Ks without stopping. Any confidence is it increased? I think so. Do I look confident? You seem confident. You're wearing, um, and I've learnt this only from you. Horizontal stripes. And you're looking good. Thank you. So you're owning it. I'm owning horizontal stripes. If you yeah. were feeling frumpy, yeah. you wouldn't wear horizontal stripes. Correct. And thank you, Queer Eye, for the straight guy yeah. it's now for called teaching Josh. Queer Eye. When you were watching it and you learnt that, was yeah. it queer? Correct. Yeah, correct. Yeah. Confidence is a funny thing because I find it's like fleeting. And I just thought then that if if, if you have no confidence, mm-hmm. getting com- like I feel like confidence can compound. So like I thought about someone who's successful, someone who's had you know sold a bunch of businesses, yeah, and now has a bunch of cash. And feels like they're on top of the world. Mm-hmm. And they've got barriers broken down. You know, I could do this again. I've done it three times. Yeah. The confidence that they would have versus a person that's just starting a business. Yeah. It's probably miles and worlds apart. And so, it's it's grown. Like, you've been rewarded by your success and your confidence. But I also think it can be fleeting. Like, it goes. And so, maybe someone who's sold a bunch of businesses... When their confidence goes, or they feel like they've had a blow, or they're just feeling a bit insular in their, you know, thinking and stuff. But when they come back, it will be higher. Yeah. Because their level, their their tank of confidence is greater. Well, we, I think that we, yeah, we level up confidence, yeah. maybe. So, for instance, if you do a bigger event, like if you're emceeing events or whatever. The bigger events you do, the time you feel less confident. But after mm. you do it, you then build a little bit more confidence. So it's this like depletion and then fucking extending it. I mean, how you seem like a pretty confident person, and as a someone who's presenting, doing radio mm. stuff, 
where do you think, like, how has your confidence changed? I, I think my confidence, like, when I'm doing more, I feel more confident. It's when I stop and become, like, over-analytical on stuff and I am in my head thinking about doing and then I get annoyed that I'm not doing and then I feel like I've, you know, lost a bit of my confidence. But I, f- I feel pro- quite confident at the moment. I said that to you today. Mm-hmm. Earlier today I said... I um, feel like I'm on a wave and I, and I had it as like a wave metaphor. So yeah. currently I'm surfing a good solid wave. Yeah. And I know shit can, I can fall off the board, but I feel pretty confident. Yeah. I think that the, um, it's a, it's a mindset thing, which is going to affect. So I think the things that maybe aren't good for confidence is um, comparison. I think cold like, sores. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> Herpes or, on your face. Or 10 kg more than you should <laughs> yeah, have. Yeah, true, true. No, I think um, comparison is a fucking hard one, right? Yeah. Because we look at compar- comparison and we say, okay, we um, we trick ourselves by saying it's market research. It's fucking seeing what the market's doing. <laughs> What's the fucking idiot across the right? What are, what are yeah, they doing? Yeah, yeah. And then we start to fucking compare ourselves. Yeah. It's very hard. I think it's very hard to um, uh, to look at um, you know, to look at yourself in a sort of a um, realistic way. I'm sure you've had this. Had an idea. Fuck, this is the best idea. It could be a business. Could be a mm-hmm. video idea. Yeah. And then you see someone who's done it, and you're like, that confidence hit. Yeah. Because you you'd painted it like Amazon. This. I thought about. It. <laughs> <laughs> and then, yeah, it just knocks. That rattles your confidence. Yeah. Well, someone, I can, you can have your confidence rattled just from a comment from somebody. But what's the real difference between? Because I think we're, you know, anything we're talking about, the opposite to someone without confidence is someone who's feeling confident and is having success. But it's like, I guess it's a confidence in what confidence has a bunch of. So it's confidence in. Because and what's the difference between arrogance and confidence? Do you think? Mm. Well, maybe it's like a, a false sense that you actually have that skill. You you know, say you you're coming in confident onto the fi- you're coming in arrogant to the field, or a fighter comes in being very arrogant, and I think that's a really clear way. The USC, there's a lot of arrogant dudes, and hey, they Siri. get fucking, and they get knocked out. What's the definition? Oh, fuck. What's the definition of arrogance? Arrogance means the quality of being arrogant. The quality, the quality of being arrogant. Thanks for fucking nothing, Siri. <laughs> fucking you idiot. piece of shit. But I think the fight is a good thing. He didn't, he didn't have the capability that he thought he did. And the other fighter came in, was confident. So is that the only difference? But I think that you can be arrogant and still be very good at it too right so you could be super confident so say a magician who's real fucking good right just fucking knows how to Hang do all here. these tricks magician can we go something else a magician isn't doing magic it's not fucking magic no but they're so fucking they can be real arrogant about it like they are <laughs> okay you know no, I get that so okay, right. you know like just a, a co- what's the difference between a confident magician and an arrogant magician I guess it's his tone or her tone yeah not many female magi- magicians on another point. Anyway. Yeah, because all the men are just fucking killing it and being weirdos. So many weird magicians yeah. as well. If you're a magician, 
Maybe you're weird. But I've had some experience with weird magicians. Yeah, there's, I mean, it takes... I mean, what qualities... I've thought about magic, like doing more <laughs> magic. Well, I just... I like the idea of sleight of hand. I feel like that would be real handy. What, being dodgy? Yeah, just being able to be like fucking dropping things places and doing little... Fun. I like the idea of having a deck of cards and just being able to fucking fling it from one hand to another. That's arrogance. You want to be seen as this sick cunt that can fucking I don't know do if magic a- tricks. Yeah, maybe. Just, uh, yeah, I think, yeah, what is the, what do you think the difference between confidence and arrogance? I don't know. I think that the, um, I think it's all in the fucking person. I think it's the exact same thing where people talk about, you know, like the difference between like someone who's creepy and like super sweet is just whether you like them or not. Mm-mm-mm. It's probably the same thing where it's I- like if a guy like waits outside a chick's house and like, f- like singing songs. Yeah. If she likes him, that's really sweet. If she doesn't, if she doesn't, it's real super fucking creep. weird. Do you think I've? Uh, do you think I come across as arrogant? Uh no. Uh, yeah, no, probably not. Since maybe, uh, I think arrogance is something that uh, you can only. It seems more superficial in mm. its diagnosis. So if someone's being arrogant. It's normally, um, I think there's always a negative. I don't think there's a good arrogance, mm. is there? Because a good arrogance is confidence. So I think the only time, like, if if there's maybe fake confidence is arrogance. Maybe uh, if you feel like you're fucking really top dog, because you know confidence comes from I think realizing that you fucking lose a bunch of times, and then you're like, you know what, I'm confident mm. myself. That type of thing. I think my confidence, I feel like I'm, I, th- I think my confidence is coming from this understanding that and being, and me being accepting of the fact that not everything I do is fucking great. Yeah. And I feel like that means that what I, then that it's like a great approach for me, mm-hmm. which will get me the result of greatness is like I, I feel like I'm having more goes than I've ever in my life. Yeah. And I'm more okay with shit not being not being good or not being perfect. What do I, you think? Like, what, what are your rules to life, do you think? I've been thinking about this more. I told like, you not to leave with big questions. Yeah, okay, that's true. And we did talk <laughs> about that today. We were talking about, like, I tend to sometimes ask big questions. No, but I, you Just, start with a big question okay. and then give me some filter well, well, yeah, back no, questions. So I'll, I'll filter it back. So, for instance... I've been thinking about um, gossip or talking about people. Mm. It's that classic thing of uh, it's a it's a own cliche, which is like, oh, you never feel good about like fucking big minds talk about ideas, small minds talk about people. Mm. Which I get in theory when you're upset with some fucker because they're talking about you. In reality, like I I think that like given we are people, people. It makes sense that you talk about people as well. However, as a rule, I think it's a good quality. Like, how do you feel when you talk about, so like, talk about mm. someone in a negative sort of fucking? You and I talk about a lot of other people, but not in a bad way. We like to actually dissect what other people are doing. Yeah, and I think if you were caught up in talking about other people with no other thought than being driven by the emotion that that person or their action has made yeah. you feel. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm fucking outraged that that person, you see that dickhead? Yeah. 
versus like you see that dude how fucking loose that motherfucker is yeah what's he thinking like well this is the interesting thing right i was watching a video that um what what was his name the the guy the ceo of patreon Patreon. dan dan is it uh he did it he did a great video for casey neistat to get um the other day to get a meeting with Casey, it was... And I um, thought he was a nobody, this guy. I'm like, watch this video. How did you out. find it, by the way? Um, I just actually saw it in a like a suggested video. Jack Conti is his name. Jack Conti? Yeah, so he did a video. Watch the video, Dear Casey Neistat from the CEO of Patreon. Very good video. But I was watching... So good. was watching one of his other videos and it was like, it's called the... Um, it's called The Net... I think it's called the net. Um, and basic, uh, he talks about your three realities. Google, if you have time, your three realities. Right. Basically, what he's saying is how I can't fucking remember all three. Like, there's your reality. There's the reality of like what a camera or an audio recording will capture. And then there's the reality of the other person. Mm. And his point is, you never know the third reality and you can have a better understanding through communication if they're very good at communicating but you will never understand that third reality and so one of the interesting things that i was reflecting on is i think that i like to look at analyze people and say this is why they're doing what they're doing how often are we saying like (laughs) i actually it's one of the things i love asking you what do you think they're doing yeah because i'll be like i actually think that their (laughs) their mum hates them and that because of that, they're now taking it out on this, this, and this, and they 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 were bullied as a kid, and now they're insecure. Yeah, it's that sort of shit, right? Yeah, you have so much confidence in that area yeah. of working out With why. No so- fucking idea, right? <laughs> it's it's, it's literally it's literally like the people who watch air crash investigations and think that they're a fucking like <laughs> they understand aviation. They're like, oh, the reason the fucking plane went down was because of the. The, the fucking velocity of the, the third wing, that sort of shit. So anyway, I do that. I think I that's a bad quality of me. You don't like it because I entertain it because I know you do that and I love asking well, you I questions. Well, I think that we do, I, I do get off a bit on it where I'm like, ah, <laughs> oh, fuck, I'm enjoying that this person is fucking dilute. They've got no idea what they're thinking, but I know that the reason <laughs> that they're reacting the way they are is because they hate themselves. I think that's a bad quality. <laughs> yeah. I think they're not all as brutal as that. Yeah. Sometimes they're just like, I love asking about what you think Casey Neistat's doing. Yeah. Because you always have a solid answer because you'd thought about it. <laughs> I actually find this really funny. Because we do talk about it a bit where it's like, yeah, anyone. <laughs> have you right? noticed that I... that I? What do you ask? What questions do you think you ask? So I you- ask you always about, what do you think, what's Casey Neistat thinking with this stuff? Where's he going with it? Yeah. And I like, it's like... Dad, can you tell me a story? Yeah. I actually quite like your Poking imagination of where... Well, I think so, Casey. Let's talk about Casey. If you don't know Casey Neistat, he's a vlogger. One of the biggest YouTubers. Uh, one of the biggest YouTubers. He had a business called Beam, bought by CNN, had some issues, left Beam. He's now... What, what's the... 368. Three six eight wouldn't be. I don't know the most original anyway, na- name for yeah, a business because I can't remember it. But anyway, he um yeah he's got this space. So yeah, he, you do you can get in and sort of start deconstructing and saying okay. So he's had a lease on an office. <laughs> yes. And then this is why he's doing this thing. But 
I think that what we do when we talk about people and stuff like that, we are revealing our own insecurities mm. in the sense. And I recognize that. And that's why I say I'm like, the reason that they're doing this thing, I think, is because he needs to justify right now. Like, he's, so he's just, so from a PR point of view, he's, uh, he's finished his business. Yeah. And um, he needs to communicate to the world that he's like, he's got a fresh start. He's doing this thing and all that. Because so, that's what we would do, right? But um, for whatever reason, a lot of people hate the thing that they would do. Like if if it's coming from a place of hate, it's normally because you can relate maybe. I, I, what I love about his approach is I, I, I think that he's also, there's a massive level of I've got no fucking idea and I'm yeah. letting you in for the ride. Mm-hmm. It's the ethos of his filmmaking, right? It's like, turn the camera on and the story will come. Yeah. And it's one approach. But, you know, that can also be a facade for thoughtfulness behind what you're doing and making it feel like that. Well, I think that there can be... I think that the things that resonate with people is when the the actions that someone takes is in, li- is in line with the values that they're communicating. So, for instance, the one thing... and this is why I don't like, I don't like being a ch- uh, fucking, uh, what is it called? A keyboard warrior or a fucking chair seat. What is it called? What's the, yeah, what's the one? Quarterback. Yeah. A armchair quarterback. Arm yeah. I, I like don't like any one. of that stuff, but I think some of the things I think about with Casey is, and which I question myself, which is like, he's, uh, with his new, he's got a big new space. Yeah. And he's like over there, like we're going to be, I'm starting my podcast because now, I can create a studio and my initial reaction is like, well, you could create a podcast like with, you know, a hundred dollar. And it was almost like what we we're talking about yesterday where we we're talking about gear and what gear you need. Yeah. Yeah. Reality is to do a podcast. All you need is a fucking iPhone. Yeah. True. Not even. So, I mean, I think that, I think that that's hard, but I think it's a shit quality. I think that it's, um, yeah. So, you, so you're saying it's a shit quality that you, that you don't like? I don't. Yeah, I don't like that. Um, I've been th- reflective on it, and I think that it's. Uh, you want me to stop asking you? No. Well, <laughs> what, I think that I just want. Going I think, on. So I even have this thought with the podcast. So my concern is that I'm putting too many of my thoughts out into the world, and I, in a form which is quite raw but mm. I'm not synthesizing them properly. Yeah. So the difference between... It's almost like, in some regards, I'm just fucking giving you every... I'm just giving everyone everything without giving it the proper consideration. Yeah. I also think there is... I, I feel the same, but I feel like it's synthesizing my thoughts as yeah. we go. Yeah. And it, it's like you saying writing down on a piece of paper. Yeah. Helps you get from what's in your head onto the page. Therefore, you start constructing a solid idea or an opinion on something one of the biggest things you've said is like i don't have an opinion on that it's like well you 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 can go there if you choose to you don't have to always pick a side and some of these things that you say that to are big fucking topics which i personally don't want to have an opinion on either Mm -hmm. you know on a public space but it does help like you talking about this stuff i'm i reckon over the last 62 episodes i feel clearer on stances on certain things or I yeah. feel like I know myself a bit better because I've talked it out with you I said also earlier it was like 
I feel this podcast is and making a podcast for anybody what it, it actually helps you learn about yourself. Well, I think like for instance, uh, yesterday's episode after finishing that, I felt a bit like eh, mm. like that was a bit not like do we start do we start again do we do that again and like that is part of the that's the insecurity right mm. that's the um that's the game that we're playing and it's realizing that other people it's like we've spoken about this in a previous episode when I did a YouTube video that I knew I could have done a better job and you knew that I could do a better job too and so you're fucking mad at me because you're like <laughs> fucking sure. like oh, like you know what I'm capable of and it's that internal voice that sort of fucking merges but um, no I think that it's I do wonder like what is the um, what's the end game for the things that we're doing mm. but I don't think you can know yeah so and and that's the thing right you you either you either analysis paralysis you don't fucking do anything because you're overanalyzing. Mm. So you're paralyzed by it. Or you just start making and sort of working it out in the process. Is there a risk to that? I'm not sure. Making it and working it out in the process. Well, I think that sometimes like maybe... Um, if you're not okay with failure, there's a massive risk of failing. So for instance, when do, when is this podcast good enough for us to put it on our LinkedIn and not feel like we're going to get slammed. I haven't really felt like that. I haven't put it up there. I've been dabbling in LinkedIn. I'm happy to put that. I should put a video up. Fuck, you just reminded me. Yeah, well, I just feel like there is that little bit of me, which is like, I don't know whether, you know, we've got our audience that listens to us and enjoys us. I don't know how far it translates. You know, to be honest, I'd be happy for us to get to 100 episodes of this podcast Yeah, and fucking call it a day. Yeah. Seriously, like a hundred of anything. Yeah. You know how much? A hundred times by 30 minutes is 3,000 minutes of talking. That's Where correct. we've come in, in 3,000 minutes of talking is exceptional. Yeah. And, and, and then it's working out like the next iteration, right? Because yeah. then it means that it's like you've oiled up whatever it is to do the next thing. Mm. I do wonder, it's almost like the dip which uh, is Seth Godin's theory and book, which is like you get to a point mm. and so say it's that 100 episodes, maybe that's the dip. Maybe it's when we're like not seeing any growth, like we've had the same amount of audience for the last 50 episodes, whatever it is, and so we stop. However, yeah, the 110th episode is when things fucking go bang. Yeah, yeah. And so I think that that's definitely the, um, you know, when is the last, when is the last Seinfeld it when's the right time to do the last Seinfeld episode when's the last time I remember Lowe when he made his billionth yeah. dollar <laughs> well like Rove Live I remember when Rove was a thing and mm. just being like when that ended it was a big deal yeah Um, and that when Hamish and Andy decided to finish the radio show like all of these things John Farnham decided to leave for the seventh time at, you know his career <laughs> you know, like yeah totally it's, well uh, I think fucking I want to make more videos and I feel like this gets in the way of that, but maybe it doesn't. I reckon I, I've created more videos this year than I did last year. Yeah. And I've also done 62 episodes of a podcast. Yeah. So if, it, if it, I know the excuse of 
the, this is getting in the way of videos yeah. is bullshit because I'm more creative in my mind and you know and, and the skills I'm getting from talking yeah you know on a podcast is a lot and because it's like what would you do if you weren't doing this right the thing is like this is what this is probably eating into right now for me is just lazing time I'll just be lazing yeah. around and so um and it's the difficulty it is that thing of like it's uh it's like running because you know I'm a runner now. So it's three it's days like, in, three days in, three k's a day. It's um, it's the it's the whole thing where it's like when I'm when I'm running, it's like it's a little bit painful, it's a little bit annoying, but I'm like if I actually it's only twenty minutes of my life, mm. and so why do we think about what you would give? Like if I look at my phone right now, and I look at the last twenty four hours. I can tell you how much time I have spent uh, on different apps, right? And so, if we if we just look at if we purely look at that, and then it it really should put in perspective some of those other things, right? Like going to my battery. Here we go. Uh, battery usage last twenty four hours. I have spent one point two hours on Instagram in the last seven days. I've spent 6.9 hours. So basically an hour every day on the fucking app. I've spent, in the last seven days, I've spent over nine hours on my phone. Oh, sorry, on the phone, like calling people. So you look at all these things. <laughs> Dude, Instagram for me, last 24 hours, yeah. 24 minutes. That's good. What was yours? An hour and a half? An hour and one point two. <clears throat> My biggest one was email, twenty seven minutes. YouTube, In the last twenty four hours. Yeah, YouTube twenty four minutes. Phone, one point one hours I've spent on the phone. Yeah, go to your last seven days, everyone. If you just go into the battery section of your iPhone, it tells you all these details under battery use. Four hours in the last seven days on um, Instagram. Fuck, and I've spent seven hours. Wow. I'm really spending double the amount of time. And then YouTube? What, just fucking, what do you got on YouTube? I don't. I hardly use my phone for YouTube. What's the next thing? Uh, the next thing for me is phone at nine hours. And then it goes down to fucking like um, Chrome, which is only 1.3 hours, one hour on my email, 25 minutes on Google Maps. You're Facebook, a beast. Facebook gets fucking hardly any time, really. How much time do you 1. get on 3. Facebook? 1.3 in the last seven days. Yeah. Mine's 54 minutes. Spending less time on uh, Facebook than you are. Fuck. Facebook can go fuck itself. You get, you get, a, you get an issue. Instagram, that's I'd a lot. I'd love to see an a 16-year-old's phone. An hour. Well, we can ask Lucy. Oh, yeah. Good idea. Um, fuck. Because Lucy's so full on. That's just 16-year-old work experience kid. She's so full on that if... I follow her on Instagram. If she's doing something, if she's going, if she's going to a movie, she'll do like an Instagram story saying, "Hey guys, sorry, I won't be able to DM back for the next hour." I I don't think it's it's not full on in their world. It's not full on in the sixteen year old world at the moment. You have to be so fucking contactable. It's, it's connected. It's hyper connection. The it's interesting a- thing, and we can explore this on a you know future app, but the. The thing that seems to be uh, really making the uh, fucking what do you say making the rounds at the moment mm-hmm. is we're con- we're so connected but we're lonelier than ever. Mm. Why? 
Anyway, I'll leave you on that, everyone. It's a daily talk show. A little bit more energy this time than yesterday. Uh, feel free to uh, leave us a review on iTunes through the podcast app or send us an email, hi at thedailytalkshow.com or even send us some snail mail, PO Box 400, Abbotsford, Victoria 3067. The jerky is going well, if, thank if you. If $500 got sent to the PO Box, mm-hmm. would you split it? Yes. It's good. 400 to me, 100 to you. <laughs> PO Box costs money. Thanks, I everyone. Didn't, I didn't specify how the split went. That's right. That's, you fucked up. <laughs>